Welcome back to all my naughty readers out there. I'm Chanel Ivy, and this is Chanel Ivy's Steamy Romance Reads Podcast. I hope you're ready for some delightfully sensuous fun, because in this episode, you're in for a salaciously good time. I'm going to read an excerpt from two author friends of mine again. The first naughty read is by Kay Kennedy, and the book is called Burning for This. The second erotic adventure I'll be reading from is a spicy paranormal romance piece from Sarah Upart called White Bonds. These snippets are sure to get you hot. So sit back, relax, and let me drench your mind with our erotic tales. The amazing Kay Kennedy writes our first work, and the book is burning for this. Kay is a CEO by day and a romance novelist by night. She's the author of Burning Through the Bravest series, featuring New York City firemen who love hard and make love even harder. Kay used to be a firefighter in New York before she was injured in a house fire, putting an end to that. Also, she dated her lieutenant, so in her novels, she draws from her experience both being a firefighter and being with one. The excerpt I'll be reading from is Kay's second book in Burning for the Bravest series, where Jessie is exactly what Lana wants, but everything she can't have. Lana's sworn off firemen. Jessie's a lieutenant in the FDNY. Their natural connection is undeniable, but they can just be friends, right? Because crossing that line could spell disaster for her heart, and could send his career up in smoke. We begin in chapter two after our main characters, Lana and Jesse, meet for the first time at a party in the Long Beach Fire Department's truck house. After some witty banter and flirty teasing, the two decide to take things to Jesse's place. Ooh, this sounds fiery hot. Let's jump right on in. Lana's supple lips parted for mine without hesitation. I wanted to devour her, explore every inch of her mouth and her body. The warmth of her hands gliding up my stomach to my chest left chills in their wake. I slipped my tongue between her lips, tasting the beer along with the sweetness I could tell was uniquely her. Cupping her face, I pulled her closer to me, needing to deepen our kiss. The teasing flirtation we'd gone back and forth with all night had only made me want her more. Using my body, I kept her pinned against the wall. She wrapped her arms around my neck, and her hands massaged up the back of my head into my hair. She needed me too. The unmistakable tightness in my jeans reflected the intensity of my arousal. I thrust my hips forward, needing to feel what she was doing to me. She moaned into my mouth in response. My hand skimmed down her face and traced her collarbone before brushing alongside of her breast, not cupping it, but making it evident that I needed to feel more of her. I was lost in our embrace. So when I heard giggling behind me, I startled, breaking a kiss. She looked up at me, panting. The flush on her cheeks told me she wanted more, too. Fuck, she was so damn sexy. It took all the willpower I had to keep me from taking her right then and there on the sidewalk, not giving a shit about other people looking around. I groaned, knowing I had to stop. 
It appears the third time is indeed the charm, she smiled at me seductively. You just wait for the fourth time. I grabbed her hand and pulled her back to my bike. Her long legs swung over the chassis with ease, and she wasn't shy about throwing her arms around me that time. I raced back to my place, not caring about the cold. Within five minutes, I had pulled up to my townhome, not wanting to waste a second. I didn't bother to open the garage, opting to park my bike in the driveway instead. I flicked the kickstand down and pulled my leg over the saddle so I was standing before Lana. I leaned over and unclipped my helmet from her head, tossing it to the side, not caring about where it went. My hands found her waist and lifted her from the seat before placing her down on the ground in front of me. I pulled her up against me, letting her feel how hard I was for her. While I looked into her pretty green eyes that were darkening with lust. Fuck, Lana. She pushed up onto her toes and pulled my head down to hers, surprising me when she stopped just short of putting her lips onto mine to whisper, Yes, please. I closed the short distance between our lips, taking my claim of her. Hers were soft and full, and as I ran my tongue along her top one, she inhaled sharply. Goosebumps peppered her skin beneath my fingers, which were resting on her shoulder and neck. Lana wasn't the first girl I'd ever brought home on a whim, but I sure as hell had never been so consumed with desire before. Her lips vibrated between mine as she moaned into my mouth. My dick twitched in my pants as I imagined what it'd be like when she took me between her lips. I couldn't wait to fill that pretty mouth. The way her tongue danced with mine told me she'd know just what to do to please me. Thoughts of her going down on me while I fingered her wet pussy made my bulge grow to its fullest. It pained me to pull away from her, but if I didn't, I would end up fucking her in the driveway. Inside now, I growled, pulling back and grabbing her by the hand. I dragged her behind me and raced to the door. My arousal flustered me, making me fumble with the keys as I tried to get them into the lock. Pressing up behind me, she ran her hands over my ass. Open the damn door, she demanded. I finally got the key into the lock, and as I turned the knob, Lana reached around me and forcefully pushed open the door, thrusting us through the threshold. Her desire drove me crazy. I couldn't wait to see her unleash in my bedroom. She squeaked when I scooped her up. I kicked the door closed behind me and charged up the stairs to the main level. At the top, I put her down and pressed her against the wall. I wasn't wasting another second. I kissed her hard, making my intentions clear. I was going to fuck her until we were both too exhausted to move. My hands traveled up from her hips. All of my coin is gone as I palmed her breast through her shirt. They overflowed my hands and I couldn't wait another second to taste them. I pulled away from her mouth and tugged her shirt over her head, exposing the black lace bra beneath. I bent toward her, pushing her breasts together. I traced a line between them with my tongue. She tossed her head back and moaned. My thumbs moved over the lacy lingerie, finding her nipples standing at attention. I massaged the nubs with the pads of my thumbs while I licked, nipped, and kissed her cleavage along the line where her bra ended. Jessie, she hissed between her teeth. My name had never sounded so good. I felt her hands on my back. Snaking up under my shirt, she tugged and I took the cue, tossing it over my head into the ground in a swift movement. 
Her fingertips immediately found my abs and I sucked in a breath through my teeth, tightening the muscles as she traced them with her hands. Unexpectedly, she pushed me back and my tongue instantly missed the taste of her skin. She hooked her hands into the front of my waistband and said, take me in your bedroom. I was happy to oblige. She screeched with surprise when I scooped my hands behind her thighs, pulling her up around my waist. She locked her legs behind my back, pressing her heat against my throbbing cock. I could feel the warmth emanating off her through our clothes. Fuck, this is going to be so good. I moved us through the living room, hitting my elbow against the light switch so I could see where we were going. Her breast knocked against my chin and I stopped and greedily bite down on one. She responded instantly, contracting her thighs to press her sex closer to mine. These are delicious. I can't wait to taste more of you. I stopped at the kitchen island and put her down on top of it. My fingers went straight to the button on her jeans. Here? I can't wait. I tugged her zipper down and grabbed her waistband. She lifted herself off the counter and I quickly relieved her of her pants. The thong she had on matched her bra. It had a thick black lace band and the rest was sheer, giving me a glimpse of her arousal. The crotch of her panties was visibly soaked through and I salivated at the sight. I pulled her face to mine, kissing her deeply while my other hand went straight for the junction between her thighs. She moaned into my mouth as I rubbed her clit through her thong. I abruptly stopped our kiss and bent toward her wetness. Normally, I'd take my time and kiss every inch before going in for the kill, but my need for her was too strong. We had an instant chemistry from the moment our eyes had met across the room. Every second I'd spent with her since had only built up our sexual tension to the point of overflowing. For Lana, too, if how soaked she was were any indication. Her desire called to me, and my mouth was happy to answer. I planted a kiss on her mound, following it up with a trail of kisses until I was at her opening. My tongue found her pink center, which burned hot through her panties, and I licked up the length of her slit. She inhaled sharply as I repeated the movement. Even through her thong, her wetness coated my lips. I hooked my finger beneath the string and pulled her panties to the side putting her perfect pink pussy on display just for me. My tongue connected with the underside of her hood and my free hand wrapped around her back, pulling her toward the edge of the countertop and mashing her against my face. Her slick juices covered my mouth and chin. I licked and sucked while she squirmed beneath me. Fuck, Jessie. She flung her head back. I stopped the assault with my tongue just long enough to say, you taste so sweet, beautiful. You're so wet for me. She whimpered. Seeing her arousal grow at my touch only made me want her more. I never felt more powerful than I did when I was satisfying a woman. There was something different about this woman, though. I couldn't get enough of her. The smell of her sex was intoxicating, and the taste of her only made me crave more. Her breathing quickened and her moans grew louder. I wanted her to come on my face. I needed her to. I readjusted my hold on her thong so I could stretch my pointer finger over to her opening. I applied pressure without penetrating her and she gasped. My tongue flicked over her quicker as I massaged her. Oh, fuck, she hissed. She was so close I could feel it. I pushed my finger further, allowing just the tip to enter. I'm gonna... 
she shrieked. Her orgasm overtook her and I thrust my finger the rest of the way inside her, stopping once I made contact with the tender, rigid spot on her upper wall. I pressed into it and she screamed even louder. Her thighs gripped my head, holding me to her. My dick jumped in my pants and I swear I nearly exploded just from the experience of her release. She came hard and I felt like a fucking superhero. As she came down off the wave, her thighs relaxed, releasing me from her grip. I kissed her clit softly and eased my finger out of her before pulling my head back. Her arms gave out and she collapsed onto the kitchen island beneath her. Damn, beautiful, you are unbelievably sexy. Holy wow, she panted. Laughing, I stood, slid my arm beneath her arched lower back and lifted her toward me. Desire muddled her green eyes, and when she stared into mine, the intimacy of it did something to me. I was suddenly very aware of the thumping in my chest, and I swore I could feel her gaze inside me. She was seeing a part of me that no one else ever had. I was sure of it. She must have felt it, too, because her lips parted and her breathing shallowed. The heat emanating off her skin burned my hands. I was mesmerized, frozen in place, as my eyes whispered a commitment to her that I was helpless to control. Can I get a taste? She asked seductively, her gaze still on mine. I sucked my bottom lip between my teeth at the thought. Hell, yes. She closed her eyes, but I was still under their spell as she pulled my face to hers. She tentatively licked my lips, sampling her lust on my mouth. Her tongue trailed down my chin, cleaning up the mess she'd left on my face. I groaned at the intimacy of it. No woman had ever wanted to clean me up like that before. Tastes good, beautiful? So good. She lapped up the final drop caught in the stubble of my chin before locking her lips to mine. She kissed me softer than our previous kisses. There was still intensity in it, but she was savoring me as though I were her last meal. It drove me wild. I was rock hard and ready for her. She nibbled tenderly on my lip before running her tongue along it. I was used to taking charge when it came to sex, but I was enjoying letting her take the reins. Her relishing me only made me burn more with desire. I want you, she whispered between kisses. I pulled back from her. I was tall enough to take her on the counter, but I wanted her in every position imaginable, so I needed the extra space the bed would provide. Plus, the condoms were in my bedroom. I helped her down from the counter and she followed me. When I opened the door to my bedroom, I cringed at the clothes scattered on my bed. I hadn't planned on bringing a woman home with me that night. Sorry for the mess. I got home from work a little late and had to rush to get ready for the party. It's fine. I grabbed my FDNY duffel bag off the floor and scooted the clothes into it. When I turned back around, I saw her gaping at the bag in my hand. Everything okay? You're a fireman? I am. Like an actual fireman, not a volunteer at LPFD? That too, yeah, but I'm also FDNY, I said proudly. She crossed her arms and took a step back. I dropped the bag and went to her, placing a hand on her shoulder. What's up? I didn't realize you were a fireman. I mean, I figured you were a volunteer, but I didn't know it was your job. I nodded. I guess you can say I'm a fireman twice over, volunteer and career. 
She stiffened under my touch. What had I done? I tried to look in her eyes, but she wouldn't meet my gaze. Lana? And she leaves us on a cliffhanger. Well, thanks, Kay Kennedy. I'm just going to have to read the rest of Burning for this on my own because I have to know what happens next. This book's link is in the podcast description and you can find it on Amazon if you need to read more too. Our next titillating title is White Bond. It's the first in the Wounded Winds Paranormal Romance book series, which is available on Amazon, Kobo, Apple, as well as Barnes & Noble. You can find the link for the book in the description for the podcast. One of our main characters, Asher Morstead, lives a double life protecting his secret. His life was lonely and uncomplicated until the scent of a beautiful brunette leaves him weak and dizzy. No one told this wolf his fated mate was out there. Our other main character, Gwen Taylor, enjoys working at Woods Bistro and forging her own path in life, veering away from her father's. Her favorite part of the day is when the handsome veterinarian walks in, whose rough voice and deep eyes make her heart race and her body quake. After being saved by a white wolf, Gwen can't stop thinking about those familiar blue eyes. Now seeing wolves is a normal occurrence, but Gwen's being watched, and her growing attraction to Asher only serves to confuse her. With his animal need for Gwen rising and the number of wolves showing up, He may not be able to control himself. Asher needs to claim Gwen as his mate without running her off, or she might run straight into the hands of her stalker or into dangerous paws. This sounds exciting. Let's jump right in, shall we? Asher moved himself to the couch. He reached over, lifting Gwen and maneuvered her so she straddled his lap. It's been a crazy few days, hasn't it? Very. I think we could have both used this. His hand traced around the back of her neck and he pulled her down. She might be above him, but in no way did she feel in control. His lips layered over hers and moved, commanding, demanding, forcing her to let go and submit to him. Her hands flattened on his chest and she sank closer to him. She felt his taut muscles under his shirt. She craved to feel his skin. Part of her mind told her to pull back to stop so they could talk. There was so much left unsaid this morning, but her body wouldn't listen, not with his lips on hers or his hands beginning to wander. He wasn't as frantic as the first time, but she could feel that changing, feel his heart, feel his heat. Her body changed its rhythm to match his. She could feel the same spell that seemed to control both of them last time building now. Gwen wanted the opportunity to look and feel for herself before it took control this time. Gripping his shirt, she pulled it from his waist and started undoing the buttons. Asher leaned them forward when she finished, and Gwen pushed his shirt open and down his shoulders, mindful of the bites. He released her so he could finish taking it off, and Gwen had a moment with an unimpeded view. But it wasn't the view she expected. The bites on his shoulders were barely scars, almost fully healed. Your shoulders, how? She pushed back on his chest and stared open-mouthed at the healing skin, his tribal tattoo below his left shoulder returning to its normal shape. He didn't answer right away. Instead, he sighed and started lifting her shirt. I told you my shoulders would be okay. He pulled up, lifting her arms and taking her shirt off. I don't understand. 
I know. Asher reached around and undid her bra. As soon as the garment was free, he pulled back down and reclaimed her mouth. Gwen's questions about his shoulders vanished. Her hands skated up his abdomen and chest, her fingers flexing along the way. It should irritate her that she couldn't control her thoughts. Her arousal and heat skyrocketed. Instinctively, she knew no other man could give her what Asher could. Sex and connection with someone else would never measure up. It was something about him, or him and her together, that created this bond, this almost physical line between them. If there came a time that she needed to let him go, she wasn't sure she'd be capable of it. Gwen's questions about his shoulders almost brought Asher out of the moment, but restlessness inside him kept him at his goal. He knew they needed to talk, and too much had happened for him to put off telling her what he was any longer, but he needed her. It took all his energy to act as sensibly as he did at the bistro when emotion screamed in him to go over to her and carry her into the woods where she'll be safe, surrounded by a pack of wolves. They both needed to get this out of their systems, he only hoped he could fight the urge to mark her. Marking her before telling her what he was wasn't fair. She didn't deserve that. Asher moved his hands down to her ass. With a firm grip, he lifted her and stood. She broke the kiss and gasped. What about Cinder? She looked over his shoulder to the cup curled up by the fire. Would you rather she watched? Asher's lips twitched. No, of course not. She laughed through her indignation. Besides, she's asleep. Then she'll be okay. He sauntered to his bedroom and threw Gwen onto the bed. He chuckled when she bounced and yelped. He grabbed her ankles and pulled her toward him so he could rid her of her pants. She sighed and her eyes looked their fill down his torso and paused at the button on his jeans. Is there something you're looking for? Definitely, she said with husky confidence not moving her sight away from his groin. Asher released the button and zipper and pulled his pants and boxers down over his hips. Gwen moved herself into a sitting position on the bed. I want to do something this time. Her confidence went as quickly as it showed and seemed to be asking him permission, but Asher didn't answer her. He only waited to see what she would do on her own. Gwen moved to the edge of the bed so her face was level with his cock. Asher's breath caught in his chest and every inch of him tensed. Her tongue peeked out and she raised her hand to wrap around the base. He had to clench his jaw to keep from protesting. Not that he wasn't about to enjoy every second, but his control was still so fragile he didn't want to scare her. He was sure his face must look angry with how rigid he was. But she didn't falter when her eyes darted upward before she leaned in with her mouth slowly opening. The first touch of her lips sent a jolt into his body where it spread through his limbs. He wished he could have held in his brow. It was low and more wolf-like than he wanted, but after only a second of hesitation, she continued moving her head forward and engulfing half his cock. He squeezed his eyes shut, knowing the erotic sight of her brown hair and full lips moving back and forth on him would erase his control. His air was sharp through his nose, panting through the ecstasy she gave him. Her movements were slow. He itched to sink his hands into her hair and speed her up, allowing himself to spill down her throat. Asher couldn't take this away from her, so he kept his eyes closed, fists clenched, 
and breathing sharp so he wouldn't touch her and ruin her plans. But it only took moments for his canines to lengthen and his body to hum with the urge to mark her. Running his tongue over his teeth to gauge their length, he growled and fisted her hair. He thrust into her mouth a couple times before pulling her off, but her face nearly broke his heart. It's not you, Gwen. My control is slipping. Her face turned down. She didn't understand what he meant, but she would. Asher pushed her back on the bed and ran his hands up her legs. He pressed his thumbs over her nub and set his mouth to her entrance to drink and her juices caused by her own ministrations to him. Her sounds, her moans, and her cries, and especially her taste, spurred him on, and he fucked her with his tongue while his thumb drew circles and applied pressure. As soon as her hips thrust toward him, he switched. He covered her clit and sucked as his two fingers thrust quickly into her pussy. Asher had to hold her still with his other hand, clamped onto her hip, using a little more strength than he normally would on another person, especially with a woman in his bed. He expected to see bruises in the morning. Curling his fingers, he worked hard to bring her to a quick orgasm. His canines lengthened again at her cries through the spasms of her climax, but he couldn't stop himself. He didn't let up until he pushed her immediately into another peak and fall. He slowed and matched the rhythm of her pussy walls. Gwen whimpered on a sigh, and Asher released her to move her body up, aligning himself along the way. He angled her hips and thrust in, her lips swollen but slick. His control almost vanished as he pounded into her, grinding against her with each thrust. He wanted to stop himself, but Gwen's next words sealed their fate. Asher, I don't know what's going on she panted. There's something missing. This can't be real. I need more. What do you need, Gwen? His gravelly baritone staggered from his chest with the fear of what he knew he was about to do. He didn't let up his pace with their conversation. Her pussy tightened and orgasm swelled at the base of his spine. I don't know. I don't understand. I should be fine after what you just did to me. I need more. He understood all too well what she needed, but it shocked him she felt the same urge running through her. With all control gone, his teeth lengthened, and there was no holding back. Asher roared as he came, then quickly leaned down and buried his face. His teeth sank into her unmarred skin where her shoulder and neck met. Relief coursed through his body at the same time Gwen's climax coursed through hers. There was no return now. Of that, Asher was sure. He licked and sucked at the wound on her shoulder, then watched it miraculously heal over into a slight crescent mark. Their breaths deepened and their bodies slowed. They matched each other's rhythm until they wrapped around each other and fell asleep. Asher hadn't wanted to do that to her, but he didn't regret it. Her body wanted it as much as his. This was out of both of their control. Thanks, Sarah Urquhart. That was some supernaturally charged sexiness, don't you think? I need more of that in my life. Now that we've read some amazingly sultry romance, let's talk about the G-spot. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is real. Even though you'll never actually see it. Quick anatomy lesson for everyone. 
then G-spot is not in the same exact spot for all women, but it's in the same general area. The G-spot itself is a cluster of nerves you should be able to find on the roof of a woman's vagina. That's if you're lying on your back, ladies. And it's underneath your urethra, so you'd have to do some curling to find it. Some women really enjoy G-spot play, and some women don't really notice much of a difference or even enjoy the change in the sensation. This can be for one of two reasons. One, you didn't actually find it, and she's being nice telling you you did, and now would love it if you just stopped rooting around in there. Or two, she just doesn't enjoy it. Not everything is everyone's cup of tea, am I right? I love my feet being tickled and my hair played with personally. Other people would freak out if you touch their feet or their hair. No one person's the same. So like I always say, try it. You might find out you like something new. Or maybe you figure out it's a hard no and you add it to your safe word column. Hey, there's some homework for you guys. Email or message me your safe words. I'd love to hear them. I might even share mine with you on a future episode. Well, that's all I have time for on this episode of Chanel Ivy's Steamy Romance Reads podcast. I hope you all enjoyed this time we spent together and are looking forward to next time. Check back with me soon or better yet, click that follow button so you'll get notifications when my next podcast is released for your listening enjoyment. On our next sultry session, I'll read more exciting scenes from some of my author friends and I'll discuss some more sexy topics. I can't wait, but it's goodbye until next time, my naughty readers. And as always, happy reading, y'all.